Welcome to Fear of the Walking Fanboys, the show that talks about Fear of the Walking Dead. Uh, the episode is going to be over at 10.11, so we're going to be fully on the air at that point. Uh, for now, we're just going to talk a bit while the uh, show is in ads, and then we're going to go uh, silent during the actual show itself uh, so everyone can watch it. Uh, for those who don't know if they're Walking Fanboys, wraps up tonight with its sixth episode, and then next week is the return of The Walking Dead. Um, we're not going to be doing a show on that, so uh, you're just going to have to put up with this one, and uh, we're going to go from there. But Fear the Walking Fanboy or Fear the Walking Dead is returning now, so we will catch up on the next ad.
Just so you know, Fear the Walking Fanboys will be on as soon as Fear the Walking Dead wraps up, and we'll be talking during the ad. So please hold on and be patient.
All right. It's Fear the Walking Fanboys. We are live. Fear the Walking Dead has wrapped up its six-episode season uh, with a what should have been a somewhat uh, heartbreaking ending. So we're going to discuss this episode, how our predictions came to be, and, of course, what we might expect in Season 2. Joining me for the episode is my co-host, Ron. How are you doing? Fantastic. I am looking forward to discussing. There's a lot to discuss out of this episode. Yeah, so I'm just going to say, uh, straight up, uh, last week we did talk about doing a live video during the show. Uh, Unfortunately, we couldn't due to uh, Joaquin, damn Phoenix. Joaquin Phoenix screwed up our time. Uh, and our plan and a uh, hurricane possibility kind of messed all that up. So uh, we're doing our normal uh, audio. Hopefully we don't let you all down because I know you want to see our ugly mugs because we're so awesome like that. But uh, let's actually start off talking right away. Uh, what did you think of the episode as a whole um, before you know before we really dive into specifics? You know, I I think it tied off what probably what they wanted to do. Um, I know that we were chatting behind the scenes and whatnot, and, uh, you know, all in all, you know, it, for the extra 11 minutes, whatnot, I think, you know, they had to get to a point where, uh, I think that where they wanted to go, which was, all right, season one was going to be everything that happens when Rick is in a coma and we're going to get into where the viewers want to go to, which is, you know, everybody on the run, and how do we survive now this zombie apocalypse now that like literally uh society is in ruins and i think that for this episode it did what it needed to do albeit i think as we've been saying this entire season for all the people that are been like saying it's going slow i think this one went ridiculously fast left a lot of open gaps um that you know we can question and and discuss while we get into the nitty gritty of the episode, but, uh, you know, I think it, you know, it, it, it did a couple of things. We had to get, you know, maybe, uh, a popular character off of the series and we see that and, you know, we, we see, uh, you know, really, you know, a horde of zombies. We finally get to that point and we get to like, you know, the military basically going a wall and, uh, but, in the midst of all of that stuff and, and them getting to where we feel like they're safer about to get like, you know, even safer. Uh, we have a lot of like little hiccups just because I feel like, you know, they knew where they wanted to get to. And this last episode showed that it was just a little bit of a, a bumpy road that last time out to, to get them to, all right, now I feel sad because Travis shot, uh, Liza finally grew a set and did that. And we know where they're going because we get this nice, like, you know, view of the, the ocean, uh, where I think that they're going to be uh, zombie dolphins, but that's just me. So, anyways, uh, what do you think? What do you think of the episode as a whole? Yeah, I'm I'm with you on that. Uh, my my thing was um, the episode was really really choppy. It went way too quick in spots. Um, we talked about it offline uh, while we were watching that there was massive jumps in um, story and plot that made no sense whatsoever and actually kind of weakened it a a lot. Um, And it kind of came to this ending that you're like, eh, it it didn't excite me. It It was very predictable. Yeah. Yeah. It wasn't just cliche. It was just very predictable. I mean, we we were kind of like, called it, called it, called it. And, you know, when we get to the third or fourth time that you and I have been like, yeah, we called it, it, 
you start wondering if it's good writing. Um, yeah. The it was just it was ah and it was for a season finale. I think it was really bad. Um, but you know it. Uh, you know I don't I don't. It's a tough one. Like I think they ended it at an interesting point where uh, you know they're, they're definitely at a. Um, yeah, opening to do some really interesting things. I don't know if the water is actually indicating that's where they're going next, but um, it definitely the the world is open for them. Like they can do a hell of a lot in the next season, which is I think what they wanted to do. But in doing getting to that point, it just it wasn't exciting. Um, it was actually yeah. very predictable and boring, unfortunately. So. Um, but let's talk about that. So, and we'll kind of go through. We can go through the beat by beat of the episode. Um, you know, it starts off pretty much where the last one left off. They're gonna, they're going to go and free, um, you know, their their families members, and um, you know, they do what exactly kind of what we we're expecting. And here's the kind of the first issues mm-hmm. that I had with the episode is you have Daniel, um, you know, show up to. And for folks who are listening, this is going to be a very spoiler heavy show. So uh, if you haven't watched the show yet, you might want to come back to us. But we see Daniel uh, showing up to the military base, and then there's just suddenly like a horde of uh, zombies, which we know where they came from, but we didn't see any of that process of, you know, the zombies getting there, them figuring out how to wrangle them. They're just kind of there, which... There's so many questions. Like we saw a whole bunch of doors chained up. So clearly, to get that amount in that amount of time, they had to open up every single door, which is a pretty monumental task to do. Um, to get them to follow them is going to take time. Like there's at that point, like there's things where you're like, oh come on. So to me, that was the first right. issue I had with the episode. Um, you know, I don't know if that that bothered you as much as it did me. Uh, you know, I, it it bugged me, but I was like, all right, you, you know, you know what happened in the background. Uh, but I agree with you, like the feasibility when you when you think about it, it's like a little bit like, what the hell's going on here? Because you're right. I mean, if if it's just him, which they make it apparent that it's sort of just him, then he's only got the ability really to get one of those doors open. And so what? He had to stand there a while while the first few come out and see him, and then what is he like the friggin' Pied Piper of zombies, you know, to yeah. get them to the military base. And how far is that? You know, like, again, we're still trying to figure out placement and there was a, you know, we mapped it out pretty well on uh, graphic policy. And also um, there's some other bloggers that are doing some maps. And from what I'm trying to gather, it's like, you know, that's a hell of a trek. Like he, he walked like five miles to get the zombies to the military base or whatever it is. I, you know, it definitely left it open for, what's going on here, you know, like, and, and I, I don't like that portion because they're so good at tying things off and keeping things honest. And then this one felt like they did that a lot where you're like, wait, what? And, and, you know, it just, it feels uncomfortable, but hopefully, you know, now that they've gotten it, cause normally they're used to working with eight episode chunks or 16 episode chunks. Uh, now that they got to where it is and hopefully they get, you know, bought on for another season that's longer, they can do a little more, and and not shirk on corners. So yeah, um, yeah, it was just weird. The whole thing was was really really odd. Uh, the other is I like 
there's something about the actual uh, production value of like this battle that goes on. At times it felt very high, and then other times it felt very low and cheesy. Um, yeah. I don't know if you got that same vibe. Like it, there, there was. It reminded me a lot of the battle at the end of X Men: The Last Stand. Um, with with Magneto and his hordes going against these military people, and it just like there's this cheese factor of it. Um, so I think that that kind of was the next thing that hit me, unfortunately. So I again, I yeah. you know, was that something that bothered you as much as as me? But it, uh, it, you know, I think I just sort of like I I, I wasn't like perturbed, but I know that we were like you know we were tweeting back and forth. Uh, or texting back and forth, you know, while this episode was going on. And it felt like, like I say, I felt like cliche, like you said it pretty well, that you knew where it was going. And we all sort of knew where it was going and the way that it got there was typical, which, I mean, if if we go back to our, our previous episodes, we did say they're trying to run the typical horror movie genre. Just this felt a little bit, too much, too heavy in the, oh, yeah, all right, I get it, whatever, you know, and and, and I agree with, like, you know, the, 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 the big battle scene and the, the production value that you had brought up, too. There was definitely some really whoa moments, but then there was definitely some, like, oh, mm-hmm. there's, a, there's a lot of CGI and, like, probably just one or two people there or whatnot. But, you know, I, I, I don't know if I was so much bugged as just, like, eh, you know, I, I I had more hopes, you know what I mean. So, yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, there was there were some cool moments. There was the uh, the zombie getting, or not the zombie, the infected guy running into a blade of a helicopter. I think that was pretty new. It's something we haven't yep, seen before. Not, not not in this show. I mean, I've I've seen it in you know Indiana Jones, but <laughs> but yeah. that's about it. You know, you don't get to see that that often. So you know. It, a nice creative way for someone to go down to. Um, yeah. So, you know, there was at least that. The um, uh, From there, you know, I feel like we kind of get some some jumpiness as, as folks are running around this building. Yeah. Um, yep. Trying to either, you know, find their way out or find family members. Um and yeah, I mean, there was uh, for me, there was definitely some some issues there where it just it didn't make sense as to direction people were going or why they were going there. Um, yeah, I couldn't know. really figure out what was going on there. If it was like a hospital that they had boarded up or whatnot, and you know, I mean, Adams, the the one guy that Travis started his uh, his sort of tirade on when he decided to snap and start beating the shit out of him, said it was a bit of a amazing there i'm going well what the hell is it i mean is it like you know a 1970s like you know uh uh university where they didn't want anybody like you know rioting or something like that like yeah. why is it this complex to get through you know uh, i was just sitting there going and it, 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 it felt choppy it's like you got we're running here there and oh here's another little cliche moment that nick happens to be on one side of the door and here comes travis and madison on the other side of the door and we get, I mean, you know, I, I was sitting there going, there's so many things that I wasn't sure if I liked or didn't like. I'm like, oh, wow, they, they're going to introduce Strand, so I got to believe that he's going to stay alive. I mean, 
you know, I could see them like shocking the shit out of everybody and killing off Nick, but there goes a character that I thought was, you know, had some staying power. I'm sitting there trying to make heads or tails of it because, but then they started doing the, the, the swiping and it took her 20 times. And I'm like, this is so like every movie that I've seen that like, Oh, it's at the bare last moment that we got them through. Um, but yeah, you know. the one thing I will say, there was a moment where you see it in Nick's face where he has this look mm-hmm. of, like, just let me go, where I actually yeah. thought they were going to kill him. And I was like, okay, yes. this this is new, and this is interesting. Uh, but then, of course, I think he sort of had that look, like, right around that moment, and it was it was just like, I think he's seen enough, right? I mean, he's, he's trying, like, he's still high or coming down from his high, and he's, like, seeing people just, like, this is how it all began, right? He saw it for the first time, and, you know, he's probably just like... You know what? Screw it. I'm done. <laughs> yeah, it just yeah. had that look to him. Yeah. Um, which that I thought was interesting. Like that was a moment that I was like, oh, maybe they're actually going to kill him, which will be kind of awesome. Uh, of course, right? Yeah. And yeah, it's very cliche of door being open at the last minute. Um, yeah. You know, not really shocking there. Um, and then we kind of get the kids. Like they go, so they go back to the. We're just going to kind of go through the plot of the episode. Uh, so they go back to the garage. Uh, the kids have had the car stolen. I'd imagine we're going to either see or come across the um, the uh, individuals who did that uh, again in the future. At least you, you would hope. Yeah, I got to imagine. Right. I mean, because even the, the guy that, like, took the, the watch and the, the cufflinks, we got to see again at least get his just dessert. So I got to imagine the, the three... Uh, the soldiers that stole this SUV we're going to see in some way, shape, or form again. Yeah, even if it's just the SUV destroyed on the road, uh, like the side of the road yeah. or something like that, um, I would think yep. that we would see. Um, I'm trying to think what else. So so the big thing that kind of Actually, happened, that was one of our first uh, predictions that came true, too, is when we saw that, and I thought it would be Adams, but we said that, like, you know, the military, when the collapse of society would happen... Uh, you know, hate to say it, but would get a little rapey. And guess what? We have a creep in the three amigos' mists while they're just trying to steal the the truck. They're like, "Just give us the truck!" And this dude's like, "Oh, you can come with us, little missy." And I was like, "Oh, dude," which yeah. that's that's a little different for these shows too. I didn't know how comfortable we wanted to feel with this. You know, I mean, I'm assuming she's 18, and you got this guy who's like just a creepster, just saying, "All right, screw it, laws are done. I got this." <laughs> Yeah, I mean, it was, uh, again, it's like, it's another thing that was, uh, it was a bit predictable when we called it in the previous episode that we thought the military was going to get uh, a bit rapey, and they looked like they were starting to, or going to, so, again, predictable. Um, yep. But the big thing there is we get to see uh, Travis, like, finally lose his shit. Again, something we predicted and said was going to happen, uh, it didn't quite happen at the time we thought it would, but it, what we thought would happen actually did occur later in the episode. Again, predictable. Um, so what do you think, like, the big thing of of Travis flipping his shit at that point? Um, I didn't understand. Like, I, I, was, I was watching him going, all right, you knew he was going to flip at some point, but I didn't understand the person, like, the whole situation that's going on there, and it's definitely a tense situation, so probably anybody would just go, like, go, bloop, I'm, I'm toast. But, you know, like, the person who gets shot 
Ophelia. I mean, it's not like he has like a personal affection or any type of contact with this family, except for one, like what, a few days before, maybe a week before or however long it's been since he was in their hair shop and whatnot. Like, did he flip because she was the one that convinced Daniel to, to, to let him stay or, you know, like, uh, you know, I, I was so confused as to the trigger. You know, like I sit there and, and go like, you know, everybody's got like snaps. There's a trigger. And that was the trigger, like here in the gun. And like the dude was going to shoot Daniel. And then, then I was also like, what? The, why is Adam shooting the girl that he was like trying to get with? Like, instead of Daniel, like, because, like I, I was just sitting there going, why? Because he thinks that she allowed it or something. Like I'm going, I, I, it, there was a lot of just, what's going on? And then we get to like Travis flipping his shit and starting to pound the hell out of Adams. And I'm just like, all right, I must've missed something or everybody's just like toast in their mind because Adams just decides to go crazy and shoot Daniel's daughter to get back at him. But I thought he liked her. And I don't know. I just, it, it was a very convoluted scene to get to Travis flipping. And then when he flipped, I didn't understand why that was the situation. So I, I, I don't know if you felt the same way or whatnot, but those were my thoughts as that scene is entirely going on. Yeah. I mean, to me, that was a big thing, um, you know, out of, you know, it, you could have just chalked it up of like, okay, he was going to be the hero and just save him with a gun being waved. Um, but you know, I, I I don't know. Like it's one of those like, it could be as simple as that. But is it probably like it? It just seemed like an odd thing for him to do. Um, you know, he was the one that was in the best position to save everyone. But you know, for him to just suddenly flip out and start punching someone as much as he was doing, um, it just it was kind of out of character that this was the moment he would snap. Um. Yeah. So yeah, that that I think it just it didn't make sense character wise. Yeah, like I can um, understand him flipping, like because somebody stole the SUV and finds out that somebody kicked the shit out of freaking his son and you know like all of this stuff going on. But it was just like maybe that was what they were going for. Is there was a lot of build up rapidly, which means he had to blow. But I just thought it was just. You know, I don't know if it was just they tried to make it show that it got exacerbated with each thing that had occurred in succession, but uh I, I just thought I just thought it was just murky there. I, I, I really did. Sort of like not maybe not as murky as, you know, one person bringing an entire arena full of zombies to the the base, but still just as murky to try to like basically I felt like the writers knew the end game was we need to get Travis here so we can start developing his character as a survive survivalist, but how do we get him there? And that's what they, they came up with. Yeah. Yep. And that, I think that was kind of my vibe as well. Um, okay. So then they get in their car, they start heading Strand says, I've got a place to go, which is fair yeah, enough. And this is one that gets me confused too, because as we, I mean, they, they've given us these, these, uh, Easter eggs with like the map and where they are. And we figured out tonight that they were in India because they told, told us where they were. And so they're at the base. They hop in the cars. I got a place to go. They're on like the East side of LA, like near like getting into the valleys. 
like pretty much between Los Angeles and Pasadena. And all of a sudden they're heading to the water via an aqueduct. I don't know what aqueduct goes from that side of LA all the way to the other. And maybe this is just me not knowing the aqueduct thing, but I just think it's a bit convoluted that you would have this clear road that nobody else would have gone on or thought of except for one car with a lady that somehow crashed by herself or something like that and turned into a zombie. Like I just, I, I, that made me feel odd too. So. Yeah. 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 I mean, that was, it just, again, it was something that it, you know, the road was, that was the other thing that got me is the road was completely empty. There was no reason this road should be completely empty. Well, that's not, that's not a road. Like if you're in LA, those are like, you know, like if you watch like, uh, what well, do no, you no, call the, it? Like, I know their water thing, but before they went there, they yeah. were driving on a road. Oh, yeah, 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 you're that. right. That's true. And, like, and that road sudden, was empty. Like, yeah, that's true. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. It, 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 a lot of things, like, worked out the way that they wanted it to work out. So, like I say, this this episode of all episodes felt like we have an end game and we know how we're going to get them there no matter how cliche or convoluted it's going to get to. So, in any case, you, you can go on in regards to the, the, the travel and getting to uh, Strand's house at this point, because that's where we are in the plot line. Yeah, so then they, they get us to Strand's house, Strand, and you know we, we don't know tons of Strand, about Strand. Um, we assumed he was maybe a gang dealer, maybe a drug dealer, uh, gang dealer, a uh, gang leader, a drug dealer. Like yeah. the, the thing that I don't think they ex- ever explained, which would have been very helpful, is... Why the hell is Strand being held? Um, that was never like laid out yeah. at all. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, I, I don't know because like we get to there, it's not like they were trying to grab people that either were. I mean, they just basically would be a a detriment to society existing, right? And I don't know. If, and he was still like amidst everybody else, and they wouldn't. Like time was was he just like a prisoner because they knew he was like a bad guy, like like he just wouldn't fit in with the rest of society and what the hell was he doing in L.A. versus just being in his nice, you know, chateau or whatnot? But I agree with you, like he's like the only one that's like like that, you know. But uh, even to that, it, it it so I mean the thing that that's kind of get me with that that I thought think is just very odd is, you know, it's clear, other than the military actually abandoning their posts and supposedly this whole, like, we're going to just kill everyone or uh, humanely dispose of people, whatever their term there was, they used. Um, you know, the military actually wasn't doing horrible things, like not what we thought they yep. were doing. They, they really were doing their job. Um, they might have been kind of dicks about it, but they were just doing their job. So it doesn't make sense that you'd have all these people in a pen that aren't ill. Like, it's clear at this point they're not sick and that they don't pose a threat, like, other than, you know, they might actually be violent and all that, which makes sense for some of these people, not all of these people. Um, mm-hmm. So if they're not sick, they're well, not we turning. Sort of surmise, we surmise that, like, you know, and I, you're right, because, you know, the people that got, like, scooped up from India is, like, a druggie that could change if he dies choking on his own vomit. A uh, guy who's ready to commit suicide, so we don't want him changing in the in the territory. And a lady with like you know her foot broken that could die at any time from like sepsis or whatnot. Yep. And you're right. Like, what is Strand doing there? Like, why is he there? You know, like, is he infected? I think you brought it up. 
Is he infected? Why is why is he here? Why is he there? You know, we don't know this right now. Yeah, as like as a um as a uh um like a just a plan to hold people and protect people or um um control what you know the environment that's going on, it makes no sense because if you know someone is not a threat, you'd want to get them out of there because that's another body that could possibly turn if someone is a threat. So, you know, having them in there just makes no sense whatsoever. I mean, it, it logically, it, it's not, it, yeah, it just makes no sense. So them holding him, like, it, again, it just feels like a, we mm-hmm. want to make this happen. We've got this pot point. Um, we need to we've get it there. We've got this cool character. We have to get him in in the plot. Yeah, we've never had a drug dealer as a good guy, or maybe or whatever he is. Um, yeah, we're he, assuming he's, that he's a drug dealer. Uh, he's an opportunist right now. That's all he really is. We don't yeah. really know what he is. We just yep. know he's an opportunist. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. And we've never had an opportunist really. We've had uh, sadistic opportunists, but we've never had a guy who's like this sly guy that's just going to like sort of manipulate every situation to his advantage so he can survive no matter what. Yeah. Yeah. That's, I mean, it's an, it's actually a new thing to the series. Um, I love the character. I just don't know. I agree with you. Like how the, how the hell did we get him? <laughs> you know? <laughs> yeah. You know, just like, tell me how we got him. <laughs> why is he there? And that's something hopefully they'll, yep. they'll reveal later on, but yep. as it is, it just, it, it just doesn't make sense. Like again, they're holding like the, the them snatching people and holding people that are maybe problems, troublemakers, whatever. Fine, that makes sense to me. Uh, when it's clear they're holding people because they're not quite sure what's going on with the whole um, uh, infection and all that, and are people affected? Are they unaffected? Um, that you know, once you know they're not, like, why would you hold on to them? That just it makes no sense. To do so, right? Because at that point, you're going to, um, you know, at that point, you're actually potentially causing more risk by hurting them in than um, than having them like just go back into the town. Like my my question is, okay, you get someone, they're clearly not infected. Why aren't you then moving them to the town? I don't. I, I don't know. I don't know. Like I say, these are these are some of the questions that we hopefully get answered in future episodes or whatnot. Because uh, you know, again, knowing full well that we feel like these plot holes are there just because they need an end to a means or a means to an end. Uh, so we we've gotten here now, and hopefully, we we learn more. At least, if they brush it under the table, we say, all right, fine. That you know, you get this out, season one. Give us give us a little more that like is uh, continu- continuous in this story, so that we're not asking all these questions. So um, I don't know. I don't. I, I don't have an answer, and it, it is one of the points of uh, frustration out of this episode. Now I, w- I want to remind everybody too, if you want to ask your questions, and hopefully you're listening to us and not the uh, the other guys, because you could DVR the other guys. I mean, you want to listen to us live, right? And the other guys um, are not going to ask hard questions. questions. That's right. We're not going to ask the tough questions. They're not going to ask the tough questions. We're going to ask the tough questions, and you can ask us even tougher questions, and we'll try to answer them as best as we can. Tweet us at, at Graphic Policy on uh, Twitter, or if you wanted to phone in, 
and you've got a legitimate phone call, you know, 619-768-2952. We are Fear the Walking Fanboys, and we will take your questions. We want to hear from everybody right now, and we're going to be on as long as it takes. So we've only gotten to Strand's house, so uh, I guess we get into now we're at Strand's house, with, which is like, I'm not really sure where it was. It felt like it was like, you know, buried underneath where normal people live or something like that, like on this cliff. Uh, I, I'm, I'm not familiar with many people living on cliffs there, but, you know, uh, right next to the ocean. But he happened to be there uh, with this compound uh, and this boat and all this electronics and stuff. It made me feel very, like, uh, lethal weapon, like the compound yeah. where they were, you know, like something like that. So that's where I was like, you know, I think he might be a drug dealer. You know, like it, it gives him a, a view. So he's got like these like high powered like uh, uh, binoculars so he could see, you know, if the fuzz is coming to get him one way or another. It just felt very he he had his own fortress of solitude there, but he felt it wasn't good enough for zombies for whatever reason, uh, which leads to the next thing of your prediction of, which I think you're going to be right, uh, where we said, where would the most ideal place be to go? And he's talking about Abigail, and there's a boat, and there's a lot of ocean, and they give us this nice little, like, float flyby of the ocean at the end. I think that, like, you know, again, Fear the Walking Fanboys probably had it first three or four weeks ago that, you know, being on this coast, there might be something that goes out to sea, so... Yeah, it's, I mean, it's the one thing that hasn't been done, and I think a lot of people have those questions about it. Uh, so the one thing that was interesting to me about their, when they get to Strand is um, – so first, you know, something we kind of got wrong, where we thought Strand was building an army to kind of take things over and like realizing everything's going to fall apart and is going to kind of have his crew, where literally he was just doing it to stay alive and get the hell out of the building. Like That was the whole point of him doing that. Um, what I thought was interesting was there's a scene with him and Nick in the in this house, and Nick's like, okay, you're leaving, can we stay? And he's just like, no, which doesn't make much sense. Right. Like, if you're not going to be there, what the hell do you care who's there? Like, are you going to control the place? Like, he's just like, no, and he doesn't really give much of a reason. I think he says, like, it's not safe or something like that. Um but doesn't really Yeah, well, I think that he sort of knew that, like, as, like, he seems to always be a step ahead in the sense that, like, uh, you know, he's going through the same steps as Tobias, and it'll be interesting to see if uh, Tobias exists uh, outside of this, because, you know, like, he sees the downfall of society, all the steps to downfall of society, and maybe because you've got Strand as an opportunist, that he sort of sees it, too, as the military's leaving, he's like, if they're getting the F out, that means it's really bad. So it's not safe here. It's not going to be safe here. Or he always like held on to like, he's, you know, like if you think of like a drug dealer, you know, like they're always going to have an out, right. They're going to try to have like an escape route or whatnot. And maybe that boat next to his like, you know, fortress is that out. And that's just where he's snapping to. He's like, it's not safe here. It, you know, if we're on a boat, nothing else can get us, you know, like, and who the hell knows he might have his own Island for Christ's sake. So. Uh, yeah, I mean, there's a possibility of that, like, I, I took it more of, like, there was something up, um, either mm -hmm. folks were going to come or come looking for them or something of that nature, which, you know, could be kind of cool, but, um, you know, not something, um, you know, not, 
you know, something we'd have to wait for and find out. Like, it's just, it, it's, it's another thing. It just feels like it came out of nowhere. It's like either doing this cool army or whatever to kind of try to take things over or get the hell, you know, get the hell out of Dodge, which he's clearly doing that get off Dodge. Um, mm-hmm. But, like, again, like, what does he really care if someone stays at his place? It just, to me, it doesn't. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. Unless you know, like it could be. I don't know. I don't know because he has realized the non-value of the watches and stuff like that. I think that probably the couplings just have some type of value to them. But I, I, you know, other than I, I couldn't tell you. Like maybe because he has like a plan to eventually come back to the house, and if one of those people die there, then it's not safe. So just keep it. That that was the only thing I could think that makes logical sense. Is like. I don't want you here because I know that I can lock this up, you know, tighter than tight and it should be safe for when I get back. But if you're here and you turn, it will no longer be safe. Possibly. Um, yeah, it was just one of those things. It just felt like a very odd, yeah. a very odd moment. Um, There's not dialogue. I don't disagree. Yeah. But one thing we, we predicted was uh, Travis having to make a, a tough decision um, there was in the second episode, I think it was, I think second or third, uh, where the the two, the the ex-wife and the the current girlfriend are having a conversation, and uh, basically say, you know, if I turn, please kill me. Travis can't do it. To which we both said, this means one of them is going to turn, and they're going to have to get killed. Um, yep. So yes, one of them does get turned and has to get killed. Uh, we also said, if we leave in the last episode, that we thought that the episode was going to end with uh, Travis, like, pulling a gun and kind of, like, have that look on his face, like, oh, I just killed someone. The episode pretty much ended with Travis pulling a gun and having that look on his face of, oh, my God, I just killed someone. Uh, so, you know, what did you think of that wrap-up in general, like, how that ended? Too predictable or... Yeah, I mean, it's too predictable because we called it the beginning. I mean, if it doesn't go there... I mean, I I think there were so many things that we called in that instance. We said, oh, one of these two are going to die. It's probably not going to be Madison. It's probably going to be Liza. And, you know, the, the foreshadowing of his, you know, not being able to shoot and all of this stuff going on were like, it, you know, I still thought it was going to be Madison, you know, until like he gets down there and is like, I got this. But, you know, at that point, I think, again, they wrote it as such. He already flipped his shit. So he's just ready to do anything. Uh, even though it was uncomfortable or whatnot, it just felt very, it was, it was packaged up for everybody to like, you know, accept and it, you know, for the, the lay person it probably was fine because it's like everything that we've ever saw, but that's okay. You know, it's just not typical of the walking dead. And again, I don't want listeners to think that we're like, we're t- completely berating this, this show. We've been completely happy with this show up until this point. And I think there were a lot of like things that just sort of like, you know, we, we tied it up, we tied it up in an hour and 10 minutes. And that is that, including we needed to make, Travis the survivalist. I mean, we needed to have Travis had to grow a set. That's, that's as simple as that, you know, and how else is he going to get there without killing his, his, uh, his uh, ex-wife? And I was thinking like, as we were watching that, 
uh, fight scene in, uh, I think it was like a kitchen or something like that. Again, I don't know where the hell we were in that, that freaking compound. It was so yeah. like convoluted. It was very, uh, I think, you know, we used the term when we were chatting back and forth, Michael Bay-esque, that like, you know, the fight scenes are all over the place and things are just sloppy and, you know, the camera shot is just shoddy and what, what the hell is going on? So that happens. And I was like, I think I saw her get bit, but I'm not really sure. And, you know, I, I think that might have been part of what they were going for. You know, that they're like we a lot of this, the, the series was like, did something happen? Which I'm still sort of surprised because like the one time I thought did something happen? I thought the daughter got bit when Suzanne like reached for, her, but we never saw that come to fruition. So uh, other than maybe she will still turn. But I mean, it's been a few days. Normally that happens quickly, it seems. So uh, in any case, that's that's my thought process on on that. And what speaking are, what are of the thoughts? daughter. The daughter, yeah. well, yeah, so um, overall I thought the that fight scene and all that, uh, the choppiness was almost like metaphorical to the episode as a whole of being very choppy. Um, yeah. The, the ending, it was just, it was very predictable, and I think the fact that it was so predictable also lost a lot of the emotional punch because of that. Yep. Um, where it just didn't have it, I just kind of rolled my eyes, and I was like, of course. Um so that uh, I think you know that to me was just a bit uh, predict- predictable is the only way to really call it um, the 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 you know the fight scenes where the lights are flickering you don't know exactly what's going on felt uh, was a way to maybe cover things up a little bit um, I do like your idea that that it was possibly done to make it more difficult to figure out what was exactly going on and having you know who was right. bit who wasn't bit. Um, but even that reminds me when you're like, oh, the daughter and something we forget is like, whatever happened to her fawning over her boyfriend that died? Like, she's suddenly fine with that. And yeah, that's being, like a thing of the past. Yeah, and making googly eyes with uh, with the I guess sort of half brother ish person. Yeah, that's um, gonna be interesting, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, that's a little creepy. Uh, yeah. So yeah, I mean it. Uh, it's it's a little. All of that's just a little weird. Um, yeah, yeah. I don't like. I don't know what so else to say on it. Of, like, I want to take a juxtaposition now, since I mean, we've we've belabored the point of, uh, you know, uh, the, the the fact of all the cliches and and and. Oh yeah, we've we've been the crap out of it. Yeah, you know, we, <laughs> we the 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 mule is dead. The mule is dead. <laughs> so, uh, uh, in any case, I was thinking of like, you know, I wanted to segue into. Sort of like, and this goes with it, but not really. Like we had brought it up with the propeller incident of like you know things that they 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 pushed it a little bit. Like I felt like they were pushing it for a reason, but the the episode felt terribly macabre uh, is the best way to, to describe it. I mean, you've got like you know the guy who runs into the propeller, you've got uh, the doctor who stays behind and. <laughs> basically euthanizes all the, the, the patients because she knows they're going to die anyways. And yep. she basically looks at the cattle gun, and I think we can all assume that she probably put one in her head as well. But, you know, uh, just all these little moments where it was like, geez, all right, are we really trying to make it go to this dark level or try to go? It, it almost felt like it was forced <clears throat> for the sake of, like, trying to push it a little bit, the rapey, uh, guy, you know, like we're going there, uh, which I guess this series hasn't really gotten to the crux of like 
how people behave yet. Like we've gotten a little bit of it, but I felt like it was a bit overly macabre. Not, and I'm not one to like, you know, gawk, like, like, like get upset about that. I'm not a prude in any stretch of the imagination. I just felt like there was a lot of, there were very many moments that, that, that felt like they were pushing that, that feeling. So I wanted to get your thoughts on that. Yeah. The, the vibe of the episode for me felt like it was more towards the horror sense than anything else. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, when the series first began, I thought it was very apocalypse um, set where, Mm -hmm. you know, this, this is a Roland Roland Emmerich or Michael Bay world is ending sort of story, which is fine because that's not what the walking dead is. But this particular episode, um, I felt had a look and a feel more towards torture porn and horror mm-hmm. than the previous five did. Um, and it yeah. was a very quick uh, switch, which I think was kind of what bothered me about the the general tone of it. Like it kind yeah. of came out of yeah. nowhere and didn't doesn't fit the theme, theme of the previous episodes. I, I, without a doubt, without a doubt. And I think that's why I felt like, you know, this episode's almost standalone in the in the sense of like what we talked about in the past about all the the sort of cliche tie ups, as well as like you know not that like the other ones were happy go lucky or whatnot like we had a yeah. storyline and a plot line I mean you know there were some shocking scenes I mean think back to what was it uh, episode two where we go past the hospital and whatnot or maybe that was three or whatnot and you know people are killing zombies and the hospital's burning down and shit like that but you know like. It it wasn't without its its imagery, but this one felt like it was try. I I you know I hate to say it, but it was trying too hard. I feel like the episode was trying too hard, uh, and you know like I I'm sorry. I will put my foot down. People call in and argue with me that it wasn't trying too hard. It was the best episode ever because I've been seeing the tweets on our competitive uh, Twitter feed, and people are saying best episode ever. I disagree. Six one nine seven six eight two nine five two argue with me because I've gotten to that point. I'm in cranky, cranky Ron phase. I don't think it was. I think it tried too hard. <laughs> yeah. We just the graphic policy as well. Um, yeah, I'm about to, I'm, throw, trying to throw down the, I'm trying to throw down the gauntlet and just stir shit up on Twitter. Hold on. Um, <laughs> So well, while the, you're doing that, I know I want to let people know that, like, you know, if you do, uh, if you have been following, you know that I've been pushing like the uh, the the story sync. And uh, as the new season comes on, uh, I highly encourage you to to do it for I'm talking Walking Dead, obviously. Uh, there were no Easter eggs this time around. So don't feel like you missed anything this time. But I did want to let everybody know that now there's the spinoff of a spinoff. There's going to be the Flight 462 yeah. video extras that just started up, and I think there's going to be a few episodes of a plane that's going to be zombies on a plane. So I haven't watched it yet. We haven't watched it yet. I'm yeah, sure when they're all out, maybe we'll, like, regroup and, and talk about those, too, because there's supposed to be a tie-in that bridges the gap between L.A. and Atlanta somehow. So well, they, in any they, case. Now that- they actually said that the the episode's going to tie into next season's uh, series that one of the characters on the plane will make it onto the second season. So that that has been said. So you're going to kind of need to probably watch the uh, 
the the web series to to you know find this out. Like it'll it'll be a kind of a vital thing to watch. I think. I think so too. I think so too. Uh, not to not to lose our focus from the show, but I do know that like you know they they have said that there's going to be some things in there. So I agree. Yep. I'm I'm looking forward to to watching those. So. Um, all right, we've touched base on sort of the clichéness. We've now probably pissed off a lot of people uh, since we've said that, like, we thought it was a low point <laughs> Bring of it. the season. Um, I'm trying to think if there's any other moments of this episode outside of all the things that we sort of hit the nail on the head and predictions. If you want to run through the predictions, maybe, as to all the things, which probably leads us to, like, why we feel like it's a bit cliché. We did say... Well, we could see it going here, 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 here throughout like the entire season. It's only been six episodes, but we did say uh, we saw rapey military. We saw Travis flipping his shit. We saw like you know Travis not or somebody just, learning just how to flip, shoot a gun. Yeah, but not even just flipping. I was about to say not just flipping his shit, but using her learning how to use a gun, uh, yep. which is key. I actually so before we get to that, uh, my big thing is yeah. did the episode remind you of the finale for the first Walking Dead, which also kind of, like the first season, the first six episodes, that final episode, yeah. um, did it kind of remind you of that, With uh, which I also thought was kind of a low point and wasn't a very good note to end on? Um, yeah, and maybe maybe the, the fact is, is that, you know, well, I guess the difference being is that, like, with the Walking Dead... They had uh, a plot that had already been laid out to them. They yep, knew they didn't know if they were going to have a second tried, season. Yeah, they didn't know that they were going to have a second season. They tried to like you know tie up loose ends in case of that, and you know again it was like the struggle of that. And you know shame on Fear the Walking Dead if that's sort of like what they were trying to homage because we already knew that they got signed on for like a second season before the first season even started, um, but. You know, in all actuality, I, I could see that, but I mean, you know, the, the material, the base material was already there, so we knew sort of where they were, even though it was like a little bit of a stretch uh, off of the, the base material when The Walking Dead ended, but it wasn't like there was a lot of, a lot of, like, they weren't at a high point yet in the the the, the comic book series, so I'm not surprised there, but yeah, you know, like, you know, I, we're not. We. I, I want to like you know say that we're not always going to get like a governor getting his head chopped off type thing or what. You know, it's just not yeah. going to always happen that way. Yeah. You know, it's, it's no, it's, but there, you know, there were we're, things they could have done. I mean, uh, yeah. You know, we both said that the we thought the episode went way too quick. Um, yeah. I mean, you could have ended the the. I mean, you could have easily ended this first season with you know Travis finally being pissed off. Lock, you know, uh, cocking a gun as they were about to actually assault the the um, place instead of actually assaulting yep. the place, and then you start the second season wherever you want, and you can always have the actual break done in flashbacks, um, yep. which would be actually kind of interesting. So you know, they they have a lot of options to them. I just felt like they didn't explore it at all. No, I agree. I agree. I think that they, again, like we had said uh, before, I think that, like, you know, they they knew where they wanted to get to. They just had, it. Uh, you know, I don't know how much it equates to an actual airtime, but about an hour to get there, you know, so. Yep. 
Yeah, yeah, no, it was uh, it was interesting. Yeah, it's one of those like I don't want to completely shit on it, but it was just not a good episode. Yeah, well, <laughs> you know, they do set up that like you know I I think that like you know at the end of the day where people will probably like it is that they had a zombie horde that there was you know the collapse of like that that uh, military base that you know now we've got our lead characters on the run. We're, we're where everybody feels comfy coozy, even though they still leave friggin' doors open every place they friggin' go. They haven't figured out if you close the door, it takes a zombie a little longer to get to you, but they'll just do that. So whatever, you know, but you know, we've gotten all the base learnings, you know, out of the doctor and whomever that like, you know, it, it, it takes, uh, uh, what did they say? Severe brain damage or severe nerve damage to to kill them and whatnot. So yeah. you know we've gotten now a group of survivalists that are out on the lamb with the knowledge, even though it's albeit like still new. But I think that we're now basically I treat this as like a prequel to ep- uh, season one of The Walking Dead. We're just going someplace else, and I'm hoping that they do take that boat someplace because I would love to see. Just, you know, I don't need to see it in the desert. I don't need, you know, I don't, it, 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 it'll be the same but different uh, if they start wandering out in the middle of Southern California, I mean, at the end of the day. We, but yeah, going out that. on a boat, we're, yep. you know, like, we've never seen that. And I don't think we've ever seen that in any movie that's ever gone. They were going to survive a zombie apocalypse on a boat or in an island or whatnot, so. I'm on a boat. Um... Yeah, <laughs> I'm on a boat! Yeah, the to me that would be interesting. I, so, yeah, we well, we might as well. I mean, we don't have to go the full hour and all that because I mean we've really dove into a lot. But you know, where do you what do you would you expect for the second season where that's going to be uh, starting off? I, you know, they this show has already proven that like the things that they foreshadow will come to pass. So I got a feeling they will already be on the, we're going to be like a few weeks later and maybe there'll be some backstory that will be like, how did that, you know, how did that happen or whatnot? You know, because, you know, Strand was really sensitive to, it was going to be him and Nick for whatever reason. And that's where I sort of wonder if he has like a drug Island or something like that, where he was like, Oh yeah, I totally like need you for whatever reason, you know, he needs a drug dealer for um, other than like, or a drug user for, but, you know, I, we're not going to lose Daniel and the kids and Madison and Travis right off the bat. You know, I, I yeah. so somehow I have a feeling that, like, they've foreshadowed that they'll be out there and we'll be out there and we'll fill the gaps later. I know that's not how this show typically goes, like trying to do, uh, you know, backstories or whatnot amidst all of this. It's not like Lost where all of a sudden you have like a non sequitur to, you know, something that happened three years sooner or whatever the hell it was. Uh, the the flashback uh, thing that they were so known for. But, you know, I got a feeling that that's where we're going to tie off. Because I think that like, you know, the writers, especially in this one, they're like, well, let's change it up. I mean, there's only, there's a, the only way that this like series survives is, you know, obviously we're going to strengthen the characters, which they're trying to, they're doing, you know, we've got Madison's who, you know, obviously he's got a bit of a streak. She was willing to shoot like his ex-wife and she beats her kids. And, you know, like 
whatever, you know, that's going on. And Travis learned how to beat up somebody and shoot somebody. And Daniel is obviously a sadistic maniac inside, but we're, you know, like he's, he's surviving and you got strand, you got all these like strong, almost, I don't want to say evil characters, but strong characters that have now, well, yeah, it's, it's a little bit of star Wars. It's the dark side, right? Everybody's either reacting via fear or anger or whatnot. And it's, yeah. it's, you've almost got like, you know, the suicide squad of, of the walking dead right now. They're all like the bad guys, like that are like more full of anger and fear than, than our group that, that seems to be like a, a ragtag bunch of, friendlies except for Rick who likes to go off the deep end every now and then but I, I got a feeling that that's where the season's gonna go and they're gonna have to introduce more people right so they're going someplace mm-hmm. I don't know where the hell Abigail's gonna take them but you know maybe they'll go to Alaska I'd like to see frozen zombies or something like that <laughs> yeah I mean so my thought would be is that you know, they're on a boat they kind of pop port to port and we're going to maybe see what some of the cities along the California coast are like or maybe even Oregon Oregon or Washington State yeah. Um, which would be definitely be different. That would be something that we haven't seen before. Um, where you know they, they can kind even of go make... to another country. I mean, they're so close yeah. to Mexico. They could go down that way and like what's happening in Mexico. Yeah, well, you know, you could see them hit a port and and be like, okay, we need to go get supplies, and then yeah. you know, all hell breaks loose, and oh, we need to to, to uh, take off from there. So um, you know that I I can see that happening. It'd be it'd be interesting. Um, mm-hmm. you know, I think that would be generally what will happen. I could be wrong. Um, you know, other than that, I, you know, I, I don't know. The, the plane will be very interesting to see how that ties into everything. Um, yep. but overall, I mean, like, you know, you kind of brought it up with, you know, this was very, this is a different group, but they're also in a different place. You know, when we know yep. Rick's group, they're seven months into this thing. Um, this group is still yeah. brand new and learning learning the rules. So, um, you know, obviously they'll be a little bit more wiser to everything, a little bit more veterans. Um, their their initiative and their FACO and all the other geeky things will have increased a little bit. Um, but it uh i think they'll still i don't think it'll jump like really far ahead time wise i think it would be really silly yeah. like this series needs i think to be behind and far behind uh the main walking dead series for it to stand out um yep i agree i agree i just don't think we're going to like start right up right at the house i think that like we're going to get a little bit ahead i don't think it's going to be like you know far ahead no 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 um yeah i mean it will be a little bit like i could see it opening up with them on a boat uh, but overall, yeah, exactly. I, you know, we, we're kind of coming up on the hour, um, and we've covered a hell of a lot, and I think said a lot of what we want. Uh, I guess final thoughts of what you think of Fear of the Walking Dead for the first season. I think they accomplished, uh, like, you know, I, I liken it to where I was nervous about Guardians of the Galaxy. I, You know, they have, like, you know, they've gotten established, uh, like, Series, I don't want to say series with that, but like they've got like a universe that 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 exists as is The Walking Dead, and we have to introduce brand new characters. I mean, at least with Guardians of the Galaxy, like you know, like the the, the true comic geek knew where they were going, which all of us sort of still scratched our heads and said, "Wow, this is really abstract." But they did a great job of 
of doing it where they've got a franchise now. And they had to do exactly that with this. And they only had six episodes to do it. And uh, unfortunately, you know, they're, they're sort of like going to be judged on that, which is the walking dead, which is fair or unfair. Mm-hmm. And I think all in all, despite the way that like we've concluded, we've gone down in a very rapid succession, a path of trying to get Travis into a strong willed person. I, I almost feel like they forced that because of the Rick thing, even though they sort of had Madison as more of the strong person to begin with, but they've, they've established characters, you know, like we've gotten sort of like how we're going to feel about Nick and he's always going to want to get high and whatnot. And we got to worry about him. And I feel like I'm there. Travis, you know, I felt like, you know, when we met him, Jesus Christ, man, let's just grow a set and cause you're going to need it. And we got him, you know, Madison, you know, you're maternal, you were the stronger one. You're keeping it all together. Maybe she's got a little more of a hothead, but we got that, that character. Um, you know, the, the other two kids, uh, I'm not really sure. I still think that they're fringe enough that, you know, I, I don't know. We've lost Tobias. Uh, God knows where he is. I still thought that, like, that wasn't going to die off after an episode or two because I felt like he was going to be a Glenn character. And maybe that'll turn up. I don't know. Um, but, you know, and then we get Strand, who I think is going <laughs> to, well, you know, we get the Salazars, which was okay, too, because we both said in the beginning, like, Ruben Blades was going to definitely carry on. And, we, you know, they turned him so dark. Uh, mm-hmm. I enjoy it, you know. Uh, and then beyond that, you get uh, Strand, who I, I I like the thought of him, and I like the, the, the characters portraying it, and I just, I, I like feeling like, icky when I see him out there because you're not really sure. I think they did what they needed to do because the season needed to establish not only where we knew where the the society was going, what strong characters. And I think that like, for the most part, they're strong and I'm, I'm now attached. I want to know what's going to happen to them before like they could have had Travis Eaton out of him. Like, yeah, I saw it, whatever, you know, but now I care about them all. So that, that, I think that if I had to rate this season, a solid, B plus, I'll say, yeah. all in all, because, you know, it was truncated, but not like, you know, we, we got where we needed to get to, maybe albeit with some questions still in the midst, but we got characters, we've got a plot line, we've got, you know, wondering where they're going from here, and I'm attached. So I think that they succeeded. I'll give them a B plus. Fair enough. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I kind of agree with that. I, I The one thing I'm going back and forth, and I haven't quite decided yet, is... Are the individual episodes stronger than the whole, or is the whole stronger than the individual episodes? And this is one of the few Ooh. series where I actually don't know which it is. Um, you know, the the argument for the overall is that you know we've come to uh, maybe learn a bit more about the characters themselves. We've seen them grow. We've seen them change. It's interesting, uh, but at the same time. Um, the overall like story arc just hasn't quite hooked me as much as I thought it would. I thought things mm-hmm. were like just way too rushed, and um, and I, you know the pacing for me just wasn't wasn't there um, towards the like I think the end is what really finally like got me to see if like oh no the pacing was very off. Uh, the, you know yep. while each each individual episode I think was really good. I'm not quite sure the overall the whole was good. Um, but it's yeah, it's got me. Uh, probably B or B minus somewhere around there. Yeah, um, yeah, I could see that. Yeah, 
you know, it wasn't, uh, you know, I mean, Walking Dead is definitely a solid A. Like, they, they rarely disappoint, uh, even when people are pissed yeah. off about it. Like, I think it was still really, really good. Um, you know, I think it's a it's a B B minus. Um, and I think the first season of of Walking Dead, if we went back and watched it now, it probably would have been maybe just a little bit better, like not that much. So, yeah. Yeah. um, you know, overall, like solid. I think they 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 given themselves a good voice, a good uh, starting spot, and we will see where it goes from there. I mean, we we we're definitely getting a second season. We're gonna have to wait a year for it. So. Um, thankfully we've got, you know, Walking Dead starting next week, so, uh, we'll, we'll be able to jump right back into things and, and, uh, see another world. And now we're all going to be on the lookout to see if there are any hints towards the, uh, West Coast crew in the East Coast show. Yeah, yeah, and we'll find that out probably, you know, at least link-wise with this, like, little webisode thing that they, they got going, too. So, and we we got enough stuff now. I think that, like, you know, <laughs> they're they're building a franchise that we won't yep. be hungry for Walking Dead stuff because you know that we're going to have eight weeks and then a few weeks off and then another eight weeks. And then I got to imagine, you know, depending on how long they want to put this series, it's, it's not going to be too far until they you know, they, they put it sometime in the summer a little earlier just so that we get another full series out of this. So, um, they're doing a good job. I mean, they're, they're going to, they're going to definitely, uh, as long as they, they take this series where it needs to, or I think it could get to, um, I think they're doing pretty good. And I, I, you know, I, 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 this is where I think we differ just a little bit. Cause I'll say that I feel like the whole was better than the individual parts only because of the fact that, you know, I felt like the individual parts were up and down as much as like, you know, we watched and enjoyed, you know, there was always something that just sort of like I felt like there were clunk moments throughout of it, all of it. But where they got to, I think, is where they, they, they needed to get to, uh, no matter how they did it. Fair enough. Um, all right. Well, we're at our, our, our moment. I think it's probably a good spot to wrap up. Um, but, yeah, so I guess this wraps up our first season of Fear the Walking Fanboys. I would think we will be back for Fear the Walking Dead when it returns, whenever that may be. Um, but until then, you can uh, catch us every single day at graphicpolicy.com. Um, of course, we got Graphic Policy Radios, which are on Mondays. And yeah, I'm sure we and Ron and I will figure out something else we can do that's uh, just as fun as this down the road. Uh, so we don't have to wait a year in between our seasons. So, uh, well, thank you for doing this. This has been really, really fun. I think both of us get to be a little cathartic and get our thoughts out, which we would normally just throw in our heads and drive ourselves nuts for a, a week in between episodes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I appreciate I appreciate the opportunity. I'm ho- I'm looking forward to us uh, carrying this on uh, next time they you know whenever they release the next series and. Uh, Thank you for uh, inviting me on here. Hopefully our listeners enjoyed uh, our little bit of banter and uh, our thoughts, because you're right. Uh, we probably would have been just sitting there going, oh, my God, every week until uh, and, and it was a little bit of a cathartic. You put it perfectly, the cathartic moment uh, uh, an hour <laughs> afterwards. And uh, thank you for uh, thank you for giving me the opportunity. It was great. Yeah, it's been fun. So, uh, everyone, thank you very much for listening. Uh, This is going to wrap up the first season of Fear the Walking Fanboys. We will be back, though, whenever Fear the Walking Dead returns. So, until then, thanks so much for making this first season fun. 
Uh, sadly, we did not get our Baba Booey for the final episode, but it is what it is. Nah. <laughs> and thank you, Ron, uh, for everyone listening. I'm Brett. Thank you, Ron. And uh, you can no catch problem. us. You can catch us on demand in repeats until then. So, uh, yeah, until next time, unless the actual walking uh, zombie apocalypse happen, we'll catch you uh, in next season. Thanks for listening, and good night. Good night.